Yo, what's up, everybody? So I want to share this case study because I think it's important, especially if you don't have someone that you can talk to about your training, that when you feel like you're crashing and burning and things aren't going well and you get on the trainer and have a horrible session, sometimes just zoom out, look at the big picture. I hope this one saves you from uh, jumping off the hypothetical cliff and just feeling really bad about where training's going. So I had an athlete who crushed a big ride on Sunday, rode it really well, sub four hours. He's getting ready to do some big gravel events and then had a funky start to the week. Monday, he took his rest day. Tuesday, his son got sick. So he pushed the ride to Wednesday. Wednesday, life happened. And then he got to Thursday. Thursday, I had said, I'm thinking, man, he had three days off. That's not great. Still, let's try this lactate clearance workout. It starts with a hard start in the beginning, which may have been too much, but I was thinking he was going to be outside. And of course, and my thinking was, he's going to be outside. It's going to be fun to do this workout. Worst case scenario, he audibles to endurance and gets a ride in. Well, it's pouring rain in the Northeast, so he gets on the trainer. This is what he emailed me today. All right, so you know about the stomach bug. Life happened Wednesday. Get on the trainer this morning because it's pouring. I could barely get through 30 minutes. RPE was sky high through the roof. I know there's so many factors that can affect this performance, rest, food, hydration, etc. But I just don't understand how could I have an amazing ride on Sunday and now I can't do 30 minutes on Thursday. I'm not trying to get too down on this. Do you think my FTP could have shifted a little bit? The rain will clear. And so I can ride after work. Should I retry this workout? It really looks doable in training peaks. I'm not sure why I just got my butt kicked. I'm trying to keep my eyes on the goals while knowing life happens, but I'm worried about falling off track since August is a big month. So the one thing also that he said in here that I did not read was um, because of the stomach bug going around, everyone wasn't sleeping well. So that is a huge factor. And so first off, this guy does worry sometimes a little much. Don't let yourself waste energy by worrying. And I'm going to get to why. But worrying about your training, if you're worried about the training, I think that something's off. You should understand where you're going. You should be focused on executing the workouts and thinking of the big picture. And we'll talk about that more in a second. The number one thing for me, anecdotally, and talking to other athletes, the lack of sleep or poor sleep is a massive contributor to RPE. Even if my sleep is off a couple hours, if I get you know a six hour night's sleep, that workout is gonna feel hard. I still go out and do it and try to accomplish it, but I don't enjoy it. I don't, I like doing threshold workouts. I like VO2 max some days when I'm rested, carved up, feeling good, ready to go, because I know that effort is going to make me better. So that could be number one. This guy's pretty good on his hydration now, especially if he's indoors, good on the nutrition. He focuses on that a lot. So I don't think those are the biggest factors. The other factor that I think is at play, he had three days off. Three days off is massive. If you are new to training, I try to avoid two days off in a row. Now, especially for longer efforts, like this lactate clearance workout, these intervals sections were going to be about 12 to 15 minutes of work. So just our endurance performance drops off and hard rides can be difficult. 
The third factor, indoors. It's the summertime. Everyone is wanting to be outside. A lot of my athletes, they get pushed indoors now due to weather or some life thing. Even with Zwift, I'm getting like the skull emojis. Indoors stinks during the summer for many riders. And it's harder to go hard. I think even with the massive improvements in the smart trainers and the massive improvements on being able to put out high wattages, like the whole, it's harder to go hard for a lot of athletes and some people struggle with it, no doubt. Some people are setting like PRs inside. That's because you can just go into the dark zone. You don't have to pay attention to the road all and you're just smashing. So there's plenty of athletes that can talk about setting, you know, one-off power bests indoors. I don't think that makes you a better cyclist for the road. Definitely not for a three or four hour event, but some other athletes do struggle going hard. So if that's you, don't feel bad about that. So what do I, what's the action that we take from this dude after work, go ride endurance. Don't go smash this workout again. It's you're just not feeling in the right groove. Go outside. It's going to clear up. Enjoy the drier roads. Now have fun on the bike. And I stressed, you only fall off track by not pedaling a bike. Continue to pedal. No one workout or even two workouts is a magic bullet that's going to get you to your goal. Consistency will. Continuing focusing on the big picture will get you to your goal. But big gaps are the only thing that's going to get you off track. That's the only thing you need to worry about. The only worry, so I'll correct my statement, is sorting out your life schedule so you can ride the darn bike, even if it's only 45 minutes, even if it's 60 minutes. The two-hour ride becomes 35 one day. That is better than zero. I cannot stress that enough. 35 minutes adds up here and there. I mean, some people say cringe when I say, hey, don't cut your four-hour ride short to three and a half hours. That adds up. I don't know. It's worked for me. It's working for the athletes that I coach. It's working for a lot of people that consume the content and message me like, man, your approach is pretty damn basic. I did it for six months. This isn't rocket science. Don't get sucked into making this more confusing. You know, overanalyzing and paralyzing yourself is not a key to success. Simple, tried and true methods. Stay aware of new ideas that are coming out. We're always tweaking. I mean, even I'm tried and true and old school, but my methods have definitely changed even from two years ago. It's like anything. You just get better at stuff. So we're finding better ways to get faster, more optimal ways to get faster, and we're going to continue to do so. So thanks for watching. Share this with a friend that might find it helpful. Uh, please thumbs up and subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, please, please, please leave us a five-star review. It tells the algorithms, hey, this podcast is worth listening to. And that's all I got for you. Hope you have a great day. See ya.